Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Hello and welcome to A Half Dozen Things podcast. Today's rather special actually, it's the beginning of June as I record this, which means it's flagship's anniversary. And we've recently done a podcast on the Fleet Geeks podcast. If you're into fleet and transport, do have a listen to the Fleet Geeks podcast. I keep swinging on my seat and I need to stop doing that. So as I record this, I'm recording it for the podcast and I'm also recording it on video for YouTube as well. So if you're listening on a podcast and you'd rather watch it on YouTube and see my handsome face, then make sure you head over there. But if you're happy to continue listening, then continue to listen wherever you see fit. Likewise, if you're watching on YouTube, remember the podcast is available on any podcast app. So you can take it on the move, you can listen to it in the car, listen to it in the gym. Uh, Obviously, I'm super motivational. So I can understand you wanting to wanting to have a listen wherever you are. Anyway, so today I'm going to be talking about the top tips. I was going to do five top tips, right? But it is a half dozen things podcast, right? So I feel like it needs to be six top tips uh, that I've learned from being in business over the last five years. I can't believe it's actually been that. Flagship was established in 2018 at the end of May. And already we're here five years later. And we've grown to, you know, we're just short, this year's turnover was just short of a million pounds. And it's been some journey, it's been some ride, COVID in the way, lots and lots of stuff. So I've had a bit of a reflect. And these are some of the things that I think are really worth focusing on. If you are going to set up your own business, and you're wanting to grow that business and become an employer. So the first one is market, 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 right? So I think that most people listening will probably realize that I enjoy a bit of marketing and I I do. It's a vital part of any business. Marketing and sales is really, really important. And I say market because if you get the marketing right, the sale becomes much easier. Okay, so marketing is really, really important and knowing what marketing works for you. So one of the things that I think when I reflect on the business and how it's grown and the work that we've done and that kind of thing, I realized that a lot of the marketing hasn't worked. And one of the things to remember, I think, when you're looking at marketing your business is particularly thinking about what's an ego move and what is a positive move for the business. Because sometimes I think business owners who put themselves out there can get it wrong. Um, Certainly, I've made those issues before. You know, I've done stuff uh, that's massaged my ego um and this is me being totally frank i've done stuff in the past that's massaged my ego and i really try and avoid doing that now i try and recognize that i'm doing that and actually it's about having a purpose so when i say about marketing make sure you connect with what your purpose is and what your vision for the future is and make sure that's what you're communicating you know the reason that i do a half dozen things podcast is because i want to help support other business owners and other professional people develop themselves and that is more important to me than the likes and followers because if it, if the likes and followers were important to me I'd have given up loads you know long time ago because the podcast has been successful but it hasn't been wildly successful and 
Um, obviously, as a marketing tool, it has helped bring, bring business over time. But the reason that I've continued to love doing it is because it hasn't been about the likes and follows. It's not been about the subscribers. Obviously, they're important because they help increase reach and they help increase impact. But it's actually finding what your what your true calling is, what your value is. So that's that can be quite tricky. And um, obviously, with flagship, I'm massively passionate about improving workplaces. I'm massively passionate about improving road safety. And if you want to learn more about the road safety element of it, obviously the Fleet Geeks podcast is there. We're really passionate about making sure that we improve the roads for the safety of all. And again, a lot of the work we do is also around improving workplaces through safety, through uh, uh, culture, through uh, improved business practices, through training, through professional development with people. There's a range of stuff that we do with that. So I would say market, market, market. And the reason that some people might feel uncomfortable about doing that is that maybe they're not actually following their passion. Maybe they're just, you know, I'm not saying people are out there to just make a quick buck, but sometimes it can seem that way or it can feel that way if you've got that perception. So if you've got a block around doing your marketing or if you've got a block around selling your business or even about finding what your underlying motivations are and what your purpose are, then obviously give me a shout and get in touch. And that's something that I can help with. Um, particularly as well with marketing. Obviously, we do do a lot of marketing and I've got a lot of experience with that. So if you want any tips on what works and what doesn't, I'm more than happy to share those too. Because again, that's what my purpose is. I'm here to try and help people and put myself out there to help support you, the listener. So that's tip number one. Uh, tip number two is profit and cash is absolute king. So as you grow your business, it can be, and actually this links with the third item actually, but let's see how we go. So the second item, profit and cash is absolute king. So when you're a small business, it can feel like you need to go for everything and you can undersell or undercut, you can be agile, you can undercut your competitors and all those sorts of activities. I've never really subscribed to that because of the marketing that I've looked to do, the investment I've looked to make. And I think there are some challenges there around people having the confidence to charge the right money and to be a profitable business. But after all, for you to get to five years in business, you need to be profitable. There's loads and loads of businesses who are not profitable enough and therefore they end up going out of business. And that can be really, really difficult for you. So it can rinse your savings. It can rinse... Um, your livelihood there's people out there who remortgage their houses and all sorts of ridiculous things like that don't fall into that trap be brave be brave and charge the right money and make sure that you're profitable in the work that you're doing and making sure that you've got cash in the bank because cash in the bank's vital making sure you've got the right cash flow so chase people for those that money make sure the money's in the bank if you're carrying work out you need to make sure you get paid for it now bigger businesses will potentially suffocate your cash flow because they want to have longer periods of time so you need to make sure you balance that as well and that you have the resource to be able to cover your finances whilst that happens i remember very early on when flagship first started we were only about six six to twelve months in and we put some money pump some money in at the beginning to get things going and what had happened is we'd spent all the money and actually we'd got invoices that were due but none of the cash was landing and we were absolutely getting suffocated because we were running out of cash, even though we had a profitable business. So understanding that profit and cash flow are two different things. 
but they're both absolutely vital in your business. Making sure that you get your cash in, get your cash in on time, have a good balance that's a resilient, that builds resilience in your business because at the moment people are going to be suffering, uh, particularly where you know there's a little bit of uncertainty in the economy. In the economy, keeping cash in the bank is absolutely vital. Um, but to generate cash, you need to be profitable as well, and you need to make sure you get paid in ample amounts of time. So that is point number two for you, and hopefully that is useful. And obviously, if you need understanding profit and having a profit plan and having uh, understanding your cash flow and cash flow forecasting, they're all things that you know I choose to invest in. I have a uh, an accountant, and we use a part time financial director. That isn't something we started with, but at the very early on, we had a budget created and all of those things. Having a plan is really, really important. So make sure you plan for profit, plan for your cash flow. So the third one is, and this kind of links to the second one, like I, allu I alluded to before, but not all business growth is positive. So sometimes it might be better not to grow. It might be better not to grow if you're struggling with profitability. And sometimes it can be a struggle to grow because you have to invest in marketing or you have to invest in new equipment. You have to invest in that. And if it's going to put a strain, too much of a strain on your cash flow to make that investment at that time, then it's maybe a bad time to try and look to grow. So one of the things that I always say is make sure that the growth is positive and make sure that it's profitable because not all growth is profitable. I've had to take chances at times uh, over the last five years to, and not all of them have paid off, might, might I add. It might sound like I'm sitting here smug after five years, but I tell you what, I've had a few bloody noses along the way that, you know, I've taken a, I've taken a risk on something and to try and grow and it hasn't worked out and it's ended up rinsing a load of cash. And that, that can be really tricky and it can be really painful. And particularly for some people, it can be catastrophic. So, making sure that you focus on the growth and make sure that as you grow, you grow positively, you focus on making the right type, employing the right types of people and making sure that you are working and starting to attract the right types of customer. Because you know what, if you're not profitable, uh, you might not be working with the right types of businesses. You might be working with businesses who aren't profitable themselves. Seek out the businesses that are profitable themselves because they're great businesses and they want to use great suppliers. And that's a really simple piece of business advice there, which sometimes people don't really share. But if you want to be a great business, you want to work with great businesses and you need to attract them. And that goes back to point one, which is around marketing and knowing what your audience are so and what your purpose is. Because if you go to a profitable business and you've got a great purpose and you've got a great mission and you're going to deliver great service to them and they're going to see the value in what you're doing, then they're going to help you grow profitably as well because they're willing to pay for whatever the solution is that you're doing better than your competitor. So that's point number three. So not all business growth is positive. Make sure you're working with the right types of people. Fourth item is regularly assess and pivot. This was one of the things that I found most difficult when I, as, as we've been growing and as we've been going, because as I've learned new stuff, I've kind of gone, silly, why haven't I thought of that before? And I start to get really frustrated with myself. And what I have to realize is, is that I've always done the best I have with the knowledge that I've got, as you will do the best you have with the knowledge that you've got. And actually, just enjoy the process. 
Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. Flagship Partners help their clients become safer, greener, and greater through a range of consultancy and training services. We offer audits through to risk assessments, contracts through to support with managing your culture, all the way from mandatory training through to management training as well. So if you need any support, please do get in touch with Flagship Partners today. That sounds really cliche, in fact, as I listen to it, but actually regularly assessing and pivoting, making the changes, being willing to accept that you might have made a mistake or you've made a wrong choice, regularly assessing and pivoting is going to be a great way for you to start to grow the business and to have that growth mindset around the work that you're doing and realising that actually you don't have all the answers straight away. And that's okay. It's okay to not have all the answers. It's okay, actually, because that amazing thing is, just over there out of reach that you don't know you don't understand yet you're not quite there but what you need to be is open to that opportunity and open to that possibility which sounds like riddles and I know that when I was first starting out I'd hear people say things like that but actually it's true what I'm saying is is be open to change have an open mindset be positive and go about speaking to people positively and give yourself the opportunity to regularly reassess what you're doing and pivot if you're not profitable enough look at your costs, look at the money coming in, making sure that you're charging the right money. And just don't take don't take your gut instinct or what your brain's telling you is correct. Make sure you challenge your assumptions, I think is a really good point because sometimes you might have, and I didn't realise until certainly over the last more recent couple of years that I had uh, pre-programming from earlier in my life around money and charging and what was expensive and what wasn't expensive and and also around um worth and value and what that is and sometimes it's hard to get out your own way and start to understand that actually you could be wrong in the way that you're thinking and actually there's businesses out there that are doing a lot better than yours is because they've taken the plunge they've taken the risk and they're uh, comfortable to increase their prices or they're delivering more value and they've found a way, they've found a better way of doing business than what you have. And that's okay because you just need to make sure that you reassess, pivot, do what you need to do to make sure that you add value and that you create a better business off the back of it. Um, So that's number four, regularly reassess and pivot. Think about what you can change, what's broken, what needs adjusting, what needs approving, and be not being too proud to actually go, actually, I was a bit wrong about that, or times have changed, I need to move on, that what has got us here won't get us there, so we need to improve. And um, that links a little bit with the sixth, sixth item as well, which we'll come to shortly. But that was point four, regularly reassessing and pivoting. This podcast is becoming a bit juicier than I anticipated, so that's good. So the fifth area... The fifth is about your customers are everything. And that is the philosophy of flagship. We are absolutely there for our customers and we will do absolutely anything that we can in our power to support our customers because the customer is king. Now, sometimes, sometimes there can be a disagreement with a customer and that's okay because sometimes that happens. And sometimes you're wrong and the customer's right. Sometimes you're right and the customer's wrong. However, you need to make sure that you build a really strong relationship with all your customers, get to know them, understand what their challenges are and offer good services that are really valuable to them and are going to make a massive impact to their business. If you learn what 
is keeping them up at night and what they're struggling with and you tailor a solution to that, you're going to be their best mate. Your business is going to be their number one partner of choice. So, and that is one of our goals. Look at Buster in the background. He's just coming in on the camera there. He's shivering away. Um, it's really, really vital that we make sure that we are focusing on our customers and make sure that we put them at number one and we make sure that we do the things that we need to do to make sure that they know we value them and to make sure that we are focusing on their needs and supporting them all the way. And that means regular communications. It means picking the damn phone up and having a chat with people on the phone. It means turning up at their premises. It means treating them when you need to treat them. Um, you know, we do we do all sorts of stuff to try and look after our customers better than our competitors can. And ultimately, if you're not willing to look after your customers, one of your competitors will. And that is simple business. So nothing revolutionary here, nothing particularly new, but I'm just sharing some of the insights that I've had over the last five years because I'm fairly confident that we have gained more business than we've lost. I really struggle to actually remember where a customer that we've lost, I think we've lost because they're not doing that business anymore, not because they've gone to a competitor. What I do know is, is that we've got lots of new business from where our competitors have not been looking after their customers as well as they could have been. And that's not me being smug because I'm not smug about that. I want to see everyone succeed because actually in the world that we operate in, there's plenty of businesses out there that need support and there's enough to go around for all those service providers. But what's really important is knowing that we need to make sure that we put our customers first because as soon as we put our business needs first above our customers, that's when things start to go wrong and rot sets in, which is a really bad thing to happen. Okay, so that's number five, putting your customers first and your customers are everything. So final, point number six, a half dozen things. It is okay to miss, okay? But never miss twice. Make sure that you're developing your skills all the time, okay? So what do I mean by that? It's a little bit like point four, where I'm talking about regularly reassessing and pivoting. But what I'm saying is, is we all make mistakes, right? It's really, really common for us to make mistakes. And do you know what? Me day one in business against me day whatever five times 365 is, something like 1,600, I guess. Um, me on day 1,600 of business after all those years and uh, what have you, over 10,000 hours of practice, um, you, you're going to be better. You're going to get better over time. So I think we need to be less challenging on ourselves, but we need to hold ourselves to high standards. Uh, and know that it's okay to miss. That's going to be okay. What we need to do is make sure we take the learning from that and have a growth mindset. It's really, really important as a business owner and a business leader, whether it's an owner or a leader in a business, we need to make sure that we focus on our own development. Make sure that we are doing everything that's in our power to uh, be the most skillful, to be the most thoughtful, to be the most challenging um, of you know, we need to challenge the people in our business. Um, we need to challenge um, We need to challenge our suppliers to make sure that we're getting the best deal. And at the same time, we need to be strong enough to actually be able to challenge our customers as well with their thinking and with the solutions that we create. So there's there's got to be a strength there in and a resilience in us, which is it's okay for it to go wrong. I'm not going to make that mistake again and be able to really sit back and understand what that is and how we're going to improve. But ultimately, con continuing to invest in our own development. You know, I've uh, invested in numerous coaching schemes 
Um, I've invested in training programs. In fact, when I look at our training budget in comparison to our turnover, I imagine I give most companies a good run for their money because our team have got so much training invested in them. We want them to be absolute experts in what they do, and, and they are. And I want to be an expert in what I do. And I think as we invest in uh, people and we invest in our development and we continue to grow, then the business then grows with it. Because ultimately, particularly when you're looking after your business or you're leading the business, it's only as good as the leader in the business. It's only as good as them. And ultimately, the better you get, the better your business gets. And the better the people in your business are, the better your business gets. So that's why my sixth point is around making sure you invest in yourself, make sure you invest in the people who are around you, make sure that you're constantly looking to evolve, develop, and become more of an expert in your work. Because the day that you think you know it all, well, all that I know is that I know nothing. That is it, basically. The more I learn, the better I get. The more skills I develop, the better the business becomes. So it's all about focusing on development. Now, flagship and the business, we offer loads of different development opportunities for managers, for business owners. We do coaching. We do you know, all sorts of plans. We've got the peer-to-peer -peer group. And the amount of people that go, oh, that's a bit expensive. But what's the what's the cost of getting it wrong? What is the cost of getting it wrong and not having the right mindset and not having the right support and getting out of our own way and understanding what our challenges are and understanding the things we need to improve and develop? Because sometimes you can blind yourself because you don't really know where you're at. And I'm still on the journey. I'm not perfect. I'm, you know, I, I know I'm here giving advice, but these are the things I focus on because... I'm not perfect and I'm never going to get there. I'm just going to enjoy the journey. So I guess that's point six and a half. Make sure you enjoy the journey, right? Because if you focus on getting to a destination, if you want to get to a business that's a certain amount or um, you want it to sell for a certain amount, and you just focus on that end goal, you'll forget to enjoy the journey. And that's the most beautiful part of any business is enjoying the journey whilst you're there. Because I know when I first started, it was always the next goal and the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. And actually... Now, I sit back and I enjoy what we're doing. I make sure that it's fun and I make sure that I'm doing the things that I enjoy doing and that I'm living my purpose. And that sort of is a nice round back to option to item number one. So there's your six things. Number one, market, market, market. Have your purpose, have your vision. Share that and make sure that you're working aligned with your, aligned with your interests and making sure that you're offering a fantastic service that's much better than your competitors. The second, profit and cash is absolute king. Making sure that you, you know, make sure that your work that you're doing is profitable, make sure that you've got cash in the bank, do what you need to to protect both of those things, your profitability and your cash flow. The third, not all business growth is positive. Like I say, sometimes you might do things and realize it's a loss. You need to stop doing it as quickly as possible. Uh, fourth, regularly reassess and pivot. Don't beat yourself up. Things do go wrong. Five, your customers are absolutely everything. Number one priority, massively important for you. So that's point number five. And then finally, number six, it's okay to miss, but never miss twice. Make sure you focus on your development. Make sure you're getting as good as you can be because it's growth and it's about the journey. So if you need any help or support, please do get in touch. Obviously, I've recently been doing my NLP Master Practitioner and I've been helping transform the businesses of some of my clients as well. So I've been doing more and more coaching. Obviously, 
I'm still there with flagship. I'm still loving life with them, but I'm slowly building my coaching practice, working with the right people who've got the growth mindset that I can have real impact. And it's absolutely brilliant seeing the growth that they're experiencing. So if you are interested, do get in touch. And uh, if you've got any suggestions for a podcast or you want anything for support, or if you don't understand something I've said or you think I'm chatting shit, then um, I'm more than happy to hear your feedback. Anyway, take care and uh, I'll speak to you again soon. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.